Hello and welcome to the Hoop Collective Podcast. We talk about the NBA. Hope everybody is having a lovely holiday season. We are going to talk today, uh, this is sort of a special podcast where, um, I'm just going to be honest, we didn't tape this yesterday. We taped this a few days ago, just to be transparent. We like to do that. We all want to spend some time with our families over the holidays, but uh, hopefully your travels are going well. Um, so last week, Damian Lillard, on a free throw, I believe that he did it on, became the Blazers' all-time leading scorer, passing Clyde Drexler um, in Blazers lore, and became the third current active player who is uh, playing uh, for his team right now that he leads the team in scoring as well, um, including uh, Steph Curry with the Warriors and Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Bucks. So, McMahon, you had this idea about taking a look at some of the other guys who could join Dame as the active leaders of whether of their teams mm-hmm. and whether or not we think they actually will be able to do it for various yeah. reasons. Yeah. And so the, this is kind of a multifaceted conversation. One, now there are there's several guys who are active today who are the all-time leading scorers of their former teams, but obviously part of the equation to become your team's all-time leading scorer is you're going to be with that team for a while. It, it's a longevity aspect. So when you're evaluating candidates to break their franchise's scoring record, you're evaluating also the you know the situation. Uh, with that player and that franchise, is it going to be a long-term marriage? You know, what's the outlook on that? As well as just obviously, uh, you know, their ability to to fill it up. And depending on the franchise, some are much more challenging than others. Um, yeah. You know, next on the list will be Bradley Beal. He is about a little less than a thousand points shy of Elvin Hayes' all-time record in in Washington. There. Um, you know, that, that probably happens by the end of this season. Uh, Devin Booker, he's 35, 3,600 shy of Walter Davis's all-time record in Phoenix. I think it's a pretty safe bet to say that one happens. Yeah. Uh, Considering he just signed season. a five-year extension. I think there's yeah. a good. Right. Yeah. It's again, the, the, those two are matters of, of when and not if. Uh, every other every other situation is a matter of if, and uh, l- let's just run through uh, All right. a, a few of these. Uh, let's start out in Minnesota. Uh, Kevin Garnett, the all-time scoring leader for the Timberwolves, 19, number 000. not retired. Yeah, boy, that's a whole separate issue. New ownership. I like the odds of it happening. Okay. Uh, 19,201 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 11,606 and holding as he's recovering from that calf strain. So, you know, call also it, just signed a five year contract extension. Yeah. So he's got about a little less than 7,600 points to go. Um, there's no question, obviously, that Cat was going to uh, score 7,600 points plus in the rest of his NBA career. Is he a, is he a Minnesota Timberwolf that much longer? Is it, you know, basically does he have four or five more years in in a Timberwolves uniform? Hmm. This is a tough one, Bontemps. Um, The answer is no, but okay. I, so I'll just, I'll be straight up. I think Tim Connolly needs to shop Carl Anthony Towns this summer. 
I've said that before. Um, Wasn't there a rule about once you sign a supermax, how long can be since you've been, can you be traded? I think can't be traded for a year. Yeah. So that's why I say this summer. Okay. Because he can't be traded this year. Not able Um, to be traded this year at all. Yeah. It's not against, it's against the rules. Right. And I just, I think that you're obviously all in on Gobert. Like you're not going to be able to recoup the value that you gave up to get him. Uh, Anthony Edwards is the future of that franchise. I think Cat has value. Um, again, I called Leon Rose with the Knicks. You want your CAA star? We'll take that Donovan Mitchell package that you had on the table. Um, I think Cat has value. I don't think the Timberwolves are going to be legitimate contenders with Cat on that roster. I would shop him this summer. Um, obviously, they're not having a very good year. Uh, but last year, he was terrific playing alongside Anthony Edwards. He, they had the number one offense in the league the last few months. He was causing all kinds of problems for the opposition um, by stretching the floor. They re- re- just night after night after night put opposing teams in a bind with what he would be able to do offensively in stretching the floor. And then Anthony... Um, you know, being able to attack the basket and he's developed into a better outside shooter. I think that they're going to be reluctant to break that up. Now it is a new gen, a new president and you know, the Gobert thing changes things. I suspect that it's not going to work with Gobert and towns. Not there's anything wrong with the two of them, but I suspect that that's not a good fit. I didn't like the trade from the start. Right. Um, so thinking that he could go another four or five years, it's, it's, it's hard to say for sure. But I think they're going to err on the side of trying to keep this going before they, before they go in another direction. Well, I, I could be wrong. And then, I think and then no, you get I, to, no, go ahead, man. I was going to say that you, you get, I'm talking about, I, if I'm running the wolves, I'd shop them this summer, but you're saying, Hey, I don't think that happens, but I don't think it works out. And then, you know, at a certain point, you're going to get to, he's potentially trying to, 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 to push for greener pastures. Yeah. I just, I, uh, the reason I say no is I just don't see him. I mean, if he's what you said, 7,500 points behind Yeah, about 7,600. That's that's three or four years. Oh, three boy, he's really scoring a lot. If it's three, well, yeah, no, no, right. That'd be that'd be twenty five hundred if he's thirty a game. So yeah, so if you figure twenty twenty points a game, it's about sixteen hundred points a year. That's about five years, four and a half years to do it. I just don't see him being on this team in four and a half years. So I I think he's going to be out of there by then, one way or the other, whether it's his choice or theirs. All right, so we we all got a consensus doubtful. Uh, Okay, let's go questionable. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say doubtful. Bon temps. Yeah, I I yeah. Bon temps says I, out. He, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Okay, here's I'm saying uh, yes or no to these. So my answer is no. Okay, let's go to a another pretty talented seven footer, and uh, referring to perennial MVP runner up, Joel Embiid. Um, first, do you guys know who is the Sixers all time leading scorer? Been a lot of great Sixers, man. Just I, I know the answer because I talked about it with McMahon the other day, and Brian will never get All this right. answer. Yeah. And- How Greer, which surprised me. Oh, wow. 
Marshall. Yeah, Hal Greer with 21,586 points. Uh, Embiid is over 12,000 behind, which, you know, oh, obviously, God. I, I know we don't like to, to hold injuries halfway against there. guys. I know we don't like to hold injuries against guys, but it's hard to, you know, <laughs> climb all-time scoring lists of, uh, you know, when you're not playing games. Embiid's got uh, a little over 9,200 points. So, again, we're talking about 12,000-plus points. Uh, Basically, is he going to finish his career with the Sixers? And even then, I don't know, like, because he's not going to play 82 games in a season. I don't know if he gets, I don't know if he scores over 21,500 points. Yeah, it's a question of longevity as well as location, right? That's the. I'm going to also say no on this one, too. I'll say no, but only because of the longevity aspect of it. Um, You believe he spends the rest of his career in Philly? Probably not. Yeah, I'm going to say no for a combination of longevity, and I just don't see it going all the way to the end. Yeah, I just think if they don't win there at some point, he's going to push. Now that's a lot. Of, a that's chance. a lot. Of, it's it's also a lot of points. I mean, even if he plays there, if he plays there another five years after this one, he's not going to get there. And that's he's to his age thirty, what thirty five season at that point. I think like you're. <laughs> so I mean, that's a if, if I mean the combination you put the combination of the number and the time frame together. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he turns 29 during this season. So he plays another five years after that. You're talking about getting into his mid thirties. That's a, yeah, it's a long time. 21,000 points. A lot of points. All right. We're all, all right. pessimistic on that one. Let's stick in all the, right. let's stick in the ridiculously talented seven foot division um, with the perennial MVP. The guy who's positioned himself to make a run for a third straight, talking obviously about Nicole Jokic in Denver. Uh, the Nuggets all-time leading scorer is you guys should get this one. Alex English. There you go. Alex, Alex English. English. 21,645. Joker's a little bit over halfway there. He's he's surpassed the eleven thousand point mark and is is trending up. Now that you know, with him. He's it's only been over the last few years that he has become this, you know, big time scorer before, you know, I mean, obviously he's still the best passing big man of all time, but his aggressiveness offensively or aggressiveness as a scorer has, has really ticked up uh, over the last few years. Um, I like his odds. He's a durable guy and I do like his odds of being in Denver for the long haul, potentially a, a Damian Lillard in Portland type of run where I, you know, he is a guy who I could see being a one franchise dude. He's all, he's uh, also durable and puts up huge numbers. He will break this record. Uh, have you ever heard one discussion, one rumination, one, what about that Jokic would ever consider leaving. I've well, never the, heard one person even bring it as a what a you know what if scenario. Well, the only reason I'm going to say yes is because I've seen Mavericks fans. <gasps> him and Luke are buddies. Jokic to Dallas. It's like mm, I would be more concerned about perhaps that thing going the other way there. But <laughs> I don't think Luke is going to Denver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but no, Jokic and like, you know, 
this after last season, he's asked, Hey, what do you think of that supermax extension? He's like, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, I mean <laughs> you know, Giannis never really, unless I'm forgetting something, Giannis never indicated anything but eternal love for Milwaukee. And, you know, they hadn't won the title yet, but everybody was lining up to say, oh, yeah, we can get we can get him." Uh, you know, even when he was the two time MVP and mm-hmm. and Giannis signed it. It was like, wow, what an amazing thing. And th- that basically that same time, Yoga just like, sure. Send, <laughs> send it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like, and, and less than zero stress. And, you know, Jokic is, is, is it, he's still just early in his prime. I mean, this dude his prime is, could last 15 years. Yeah, he's, he's 27 years old. He's got at least five or six years of, of, of prime oh, left. And man. I mean, this I guy, could I see him. I could see him playing this way when he's 37. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I, we I, spent I, we spent too much time on this one. He, he's, all right. so this is all this is all we'll happens. Our- he's going to do it. We're putting our bets down. Okay. Let's go to a much more challenging record from a franchise that's got much richer history. The Boston Celtics. Their all-time leading score is? John Havlicek. John Havlicek, I would say. I was was giving Brian a chance to guess it first. 26,395. Jason Tatum is uh, 8,500 and change. So he's about a third of the way there. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know, he's got a, he's got a long way to go. Uh, you know, a, a lot of history to make. Um, I like his odds. I like his odds I'm... for a couple reasons. One, obviously 24 years old, uh, keeps getting better and better. The guy's, you know, putting up, uh, 30 basically 31 per game this season and then you know he's in a situation where why can't the Boston Celtics be perennial contenders for the long haul with Jason Tatum as the as the centerpiece of that franchise I I'm going to say no not because mm-hmm. I don't think Tate well I'm just saying yes or no to all these and to me mm-hmm. it just the odds are he's not going to do that right like John Havlicek is what in the top 15 or 20 all time in scoring in the league. Right. So, I mean, if Jason Tatum does finish his career with the Celtics, then yeah, I would say there's a decent chance that he'll break this record, but that, you know, you're, if you're just putting odds one way or the other, like odds are there'll be an injury or he'll play somewhere else or something will happen to keep this from happening. Um, but I mean, you know, certainly he's going to be a guy that, um, if he, if he does stay there for the long term, which like you said, everything lines up for him mm-hmm. to potentially stay there for the long term. Yeah. John Havacek is 21st all time in scoring in the league. Ironically, Paul Pierce is two points ahead of him all time, but Paul Pierce obviously spent the final couple of his years of his career playing somewhere else. And, you know, just behind him in this with the Celtics. So yeah, the, 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 the one basketball Pierce scored for the Clippers, put him, put him over the top. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The one he hit at the garden at the end of the game. Um, so yeah, that that's why that's the only reason I would say, no, it's not, I'm not predicting predicting 
Tatum's going to leave or anything. But like, even if he plays a couple years of his career somewhere else, I mean, Paul Pierce is a great example. He was a durable, you know, Hall of Fame, first ballot, all-time great scorer, and he still mm-hmm. barely finished ahead of Havlicek. So, so a lot has to go right. Right, and Jason Tatum can have a very long, fruitful, and satisfying Celtics career. And you know, Paul Pierce, you know, I wouldn't say it was amicable, but when it ended, there, you know, it was, it was a, they were helping. It the was Celtics. very amicable. Yeah, yeah, like that. They were. There was no. I mean, well, he, he was sad. He left, but well, it wasn't like. Yeah, it wasn't like it was a yeah. fight. Right. Um. So I could see that also repeating. Okay, who's next? All right, this is one I think we'll all say yes on. John Morant with the Memphis Grizzlies. Mike Conley holds the all-time record there. It's it's not that high for as far as all-time franchise scoring records go. It's 11,733. John Morant's at 4,600 and change. Um, he is in year... Actually, has that extension even kicked in yet? Uh, signed First a five-year... There you year. go. There you yeah. go. Signed a... Uh, Signed a five-year deal, no player option, um, and no like I, I don't like I see Ja in Memphis long term. Um, Where's so big actually country the, the leaves? No, I, I misspoke. Extension I'm kicks a, in next I'm a, year. Yeah, right. I misspoke. Yeah. Kicks extension in kicks year, right. in next year. So under under contract for six plus years, they've already put a. Where's Mike Bibby on there. the list? Uh, I mean, he Conley broke Saul's record. Mike Bibby's. I, somewhere that one, that one went right off. No, that it what? Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby refused to play in Vancouver, man. That that was went right <laughs> over your head. Whoosh, whatever. Whoosh. Hey, listen. <laughs> I asked big country. I asked for big country Reeves, and that that no one even acknowledged. I said it. Um, you know, yeah, this is this one we don't need to spend time on too. If Josh stays healthy and nothing crazy happens in Memphis, he's going to break this record. All right. Yeah, and because even he's if he be goes somewhere him. else, he's getting to, he's getting to eleven thousand. Oh yeah, no crap. But I'm saying, why is he going somewhere else? They've got Jared Jackson well, Jr. Because I can't pre- because I can't predict the future six years from now. Yeah, but again, this is a low enough number that unless. He- gets hurt or something crazy happens he's going to play four or five more years there and he'll break the record so let's go on to the next one okay you can now stream the most mlb games on direct tv without a satellite dish yes catch the clutch hit strikeouts grand salamis web gems with nothing on your roof so who's ever up there whether it's the roofers santa birds old-timey chimney sweeps moody teenagers thrill-seeking raccoons you name it they won't find a satellite dish but you will find your mlb games on direct tv that means direct tv is your home for baseball this season root 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 with nothing on your roof yes stream your team call 1-800-DIRECT-TV or visit directtv.com sign up today claim based on total games carried on sports networks sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
Uh, Same draft class, similarly low number. The New Orleans Pelicans all-time leading scorer is, come on. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, yeah. 11,059 points. Um, That might be the lowest. I don't want to speak. No, it's not. It's not. But that's one of the lower ones for for a franchise. Zion's at 2,800 and change. Now, I think a, a year ago, we all would have bet no. We all wondered, hey, is you know, Zion going to be there long term? We were wondering even like, is this going to be the first potential superstar who doesn't get that second contract? Not only did they get the second contract, but they got it basically pay as you go. Um, but <laughs> Zion, I mean, it, it is. It's like a football deal. It's an NFL contract. It's, but It's got a lot of. An incredible amount of negotiation went into all of mm-hmm. the provisions in that contract. But ultimately, unless they waive him, he's getting the money, which. Yes, that's right. Well, it, it would have to it would have to be pretty extreme. He would have to have, I would think, two more catastrophic injuries before they would think about that. Yeah. And to Zion's credit, he worked his butt off this summer to ad- address some of the biggest concerns, which obviously are, are weight conditioning well part of the reason is that he has a he has a a weight plus body mass clause in his contract yeah um that affects the guarantee and Mm -hmm. i think he i think he you know who knows if they're actually making him do it six times a year but i think they're it's like once a month that they have to do it and since he signed that contract he has definitely been in better condition yeah, I so, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. hired a chef, hired his own personal strength coach. Like the guy had a phenomenal summer. He looks like the superstar that we all knew he could be this year. He's certainly playing at that level. Uh, does he have another 8,000 and change points in him in a Pelicans uniform? I'm not sure he's the most likely guy on the team to break the record. Right. Oh, that's an interesting thought there. You're, you're talking about Brandon Ingram. Well, let me look Brandon up Ingram's Brandon. like 1,700 points ahead of him, and I would say Ingram's going to have more points than Zion as a Pelican. So uh, that would be my pick. If you're going to pick hmm. one of them. How many points that's... does Jose Alvarado have? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Brandon Ingram does have forty, almost 4,500 points in a Pelican's uniform. So that's an interesting that's take. You're saying, that. yeah, maybe, maybe it's not Zion. Breaking Anthony. So Brandon Davis. Ingram also signed a five-year contract with no out. He is extension eligible after this year, I believe. Hmm. So let's see what happens at that extension deadline before I answer that. Uh, before not you that I have any wonder, not that I have any yeah. reason to think that he isn't interested in staying there, but you know. Right. Well, obviously, when I when you're thinking of who's the face of the Pelicans franchise, it is Zion. Yeah. Um, and if you're thinking like, hey, are they going to aggressively try to upgrade around him? Then when you're making trades, Ingram's the name that's already thrown it. You know, always thrown into those uh, those well, trade. That machines. would be a very short list, very short list of guys I would trade Brandon Ingram for. Yeah, but I would have done it for Kevin Durant this summer. I mean, it, it's I that kind of, it's that kind of, I would have, but it, it it's that kind of player. I would but, do it today. Yeah. He's awfully good. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're thinking about making a run in the postseason. Durant's having an MVP level year. So, but I, I'd still think about it long and hard. I don't know. I, I really like Brandon Ingram. Uh, that's an interesting one. Are All right. More? Let's get, 
Yeah, we got a few more. Uh, let's stick with Kevin Durant. Oh. Now, I do believe I, I, I didn't think you were gonna. This. I didn't think you were gonna notice this one. I had it. No, I had it locked and ready in case you didn't. And so, Bon Tims, tell us who the Brooklyn Nets all-time leading scorer is. Guy this is covered first few years of my career. Brook Lopez, Nets leading scorer. Wow. Yeah. Brooke Lopez. How many points does Dr. J uh, have? Just over a dozen points, four points. Uh, 7,104, and I think three three or four seasons. Um, okay. And, Buck and Williams Brooke is, was the leader. Yeah. Like you said, 10,444. KD is 3,500 and counting. Um, You know, we'll see if he stays healthy. This year, I mean, he very well could be creeping up towards if five. He plays grand. out his contract almost halfway. Yeah. If he plays out his contract in Brooklyn, he will break the record. It's really just a matter of do you believe Kevin Durant will be traded or not? Well, you're <sighs> asking yes or no. You, you, you're the one pontificating yes or no. I, I was just setting up the question. I will get. I, I, I still think even I, I don't think it's that simple. Just because I do think durability is going to be a concern. KD, fortunately has stayed healthy this season, but obviously you're talking about a guy who's well into his thirties, who's got a major injury history, um, who, you know, this is the first year that he's been, and hopefully it continues, but the first year he's been able to stay healthy in a Nets uniform. <laughs> but, but when he's out there, he's going to give you 30 plus man. He's already asked for a trade once. I know. So how can I possibly feel confident about four more years? You can't, especially because who knows how the Kyrie situation plays out. Uh, I think he's there the rest of this season, but who knows how that plays out this summer? I'm going to guess he breaks the record. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to wager no on this one, Wendy. I'm going to say no because he's already asked for a trade once. All right. I, I think the I way mean, I, the, will say, I think the uh, way the first Kobe trade, asked for Kobe asked for a trade and ended up uh, setting the record. So I think the way the first trade request played out is indicative of how the rest of this may go. I don't think the interest is going to be necessarily there for what his talent level is, and you know I, I think they're now that he's settled in and playing. Now I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'd put actual money on it, but if I'm going to go one way or the other, again, this is a matter of the numbers so low. If he stays healthy for two years he's basically going to be at it so well, two years the man's not scoring 3500 points a year well he's got 3500 he he's averaging Listen, three, he's 30, got, not 45 he's got, got 3500 now through the first quarter through third of this season if he stays if he's relatively healthy the rest of the year he's going to score another thousand so then he's at you know he's six thousand points away so I didn't say he'd break it in two years, but if he has two years where he scores over 20, you know, if he scores 24, 25 a game, he's within 1,500 of breaking the record at that point. That's all. All right. All right. Let's it's just a right. super low number. It's a super low number. It is a super okay. low number, but I'm talking about an older guy, a trade request already. I know. I know. All right. Let's get the to cautious, yes. This is going to re require a, a much longer term view. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Their all-time leading scorer is this is Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, eighteen thousand eight hundred fifty-nine points. Shea Gilgis Alexander, forty-four hundred and change, and counting and piling up quickly. 
Um, I, I think they've probably figured out how to get that plantar fasciitis and, you know, similar <laughs> uh, issues under control there uh, as they turn the page out of the tanking era into the more competitive era. Um, guys averaging over 30 a, 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 a game this year. You know, he's a guy who you hear a lot of speculation about Shea Gildas Alexander potentially on the trade block. You hear none of that coming from the Thunder because why the hell would you? He's 24 years old. He's in the first year of a five-year deal. There's no player no option, option on that. Right. Um, so, you know, I, this is a guy, he's going to score a ton of points in his career. I, I, I do think he'll end up scoring that many points over the course of his career. Um, it, so this really comes down to, Hey, do you think he can be in Oklahoma city long-term? And I kind of like the odds and I like it because one, you know, he knew what he was signing up for when he signed that contract. Right. He basically that was his not not pushing for a player option was a very strong vote of confidence from him. Bond Temps, you're, you're smirking here. Um no, I wasn't no, I wasn't smirking, honestly. Okay. I was not. And I just I you know, I like Sam Presti's chances of of putting together a you know, contending caliber roster around him. Obviously, a lot of that is depending on Chet Holmgren getting healthy and being the player we think he can be. But he's got one million and six picks. You know, there's some interesting young talent on the roster. Maybe that talent's a fit. Maybe it's not. But there, it's at least going to have value. Um, fellers, what do you think? I'm gonna say no, and that's that's not uh, that's not a, a you know guaranteeing he's going to get traded or anything. But again, like Russ played in OKC um, 10 full seasons and obviously was there a super long time. Mm-hmm. Shea would have to be there 11 years at least to break this record. Probably you factor in games missed and stuff. I, you know, I mean, I think it's less likely he's there in seven years than he is just based off the way the NBA is now. So again, this it's more of a probabilities with the high number, right? I'll, I'll say, you know, my guess, yes or no, is no. But he is a guy, to your point, if, you know, let's say they get Victor in six months, which is very possible. If they're locked and loaded for the next six, seven, eight years as a contending team, then there's no reason. This is like the Tatum one, right? Like probability, maybe you lean no just based off where the NBA is, but he's certainly more than capable of getting it. So that's the thing about the Thunder. Even though they're a small market, they – is something that's about them and Sam Presti. They get major talent and and it, it comes and it goes. Obviously, they've had guys through the draft. And then, you know, Paul George came and went. Chris Paul came and went. Well, I, I don't know if I would say they came and went. I mean, they had Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant for their well, whole... Well, their Chris whole... Paul certainly came and went, but yes. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I'm just saying, I, like... They have been a revolve revolving is a little bit unfair. Yeah, that's there's I, been that's a lot saying. of stars come and go in Oklahoma City. Yeah, but Russ was there for the long haul. KD, I mean, dude, he was nine there the first nine years, years of his career. A long time. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just saying, ever since, if you look at the last ten years, a ton of talent has come in, and a ton of talent has gone. There's, there's, they've, you know, there's been 
churn. There's been superstar. And I think we're getting to the mm-hmm. point where Shea Gildas Alexander is, you know, he hasn't done it in the postseason, so you can't quite say that, but he's got that kind of talent. Oh, yeah. There's been some superstar churn in Oklahoma City. All of the situations are different. There's not one reason mm-hmm. why it's happened. Um, and look, they, you know, Paul George re-signed there. Shea Gildas Alexander signed and yeah, I, no I mean, I, they turned Chris signed Paul multiple extensions. Right. They took they took Chris Paul it. from a non-asset to an asset. I, you know, I. Just Kevin Durant Presti left has... in free agency, and Russell Westbrook. They traded after the Clippers came in yeah. and said we'd like to give you everything imaginable plus Shea for Paul George. And Sam Presti has routinely shown a willingness to do big deals. So because of all of that. I might speculate that there will be big player movement that happens in Oklahoma city again. I would, I would suggest he needs to do some big deals over the next few years to give Shea Gilgis Alexander a chance to compete for a championship. You know, cause he's got all the draft picks. So, you know, that's like I said, let's see what happens over the next six months. They could easily, we're answering today. We're not answering six months from today. We're answering today. Well, yeah, I, for no reason about Shea or Oklahoma City, I want to be 100% clear. Has nothing to do with Shea, nothing to do with Oklahoma City, and more to do with the nature of big names. You're just copying churn. my answer. Yeah. I sure. will say I lean towards no. Okay. There's Here we go. Five area codes. Here we go. <laughs> I got a few more. The Hornets. Their all-time leading score is? Kemba. Michael Jordan in practice. <laughs> Probably. No, Kimball don't Walker. insult Kemba. 12,009. Kemba is a professional scorer. Uh, Mavericks minimum salary spark plug Kimball Walker. Scored 12,009 points for the Hornets. Does LaMelo, LaMelo get there? No. No chance. I don't think so either. I no chance. What if they, what if they get Wembenyama? LaMelo well, is not playing. <laughs> LaMelo, ain't, LaMelo ain't playing there long enough to break the record. I'm just saying that now. Well, the other thing is, I, I don't. Lavar said he, he won't play for the Lakers after the after how they treated Lonzo. Uh, well, okay, sure. Cool. There's a lot of other teams he could play for. <laughs> yeah, um, you know the other things Lamelo does tend to miss. He misses games. A lot he of doesn't games. score a lot of points anyway. I, you know, not happening. How many different right. high schools did he go to? Did he go several? To? Several. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's. And Lithuania in between. The combination of his situation plus the combination of the way the Hornets operate, it'd be hard to vote a confidence hmm. on that. I think he just went to one high school. So no, one of his best no, he, 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 went, he went, went to, to Chino high Hills, then he went to Spire Academy in Ohio, then he played oh, in yeah, Lithuania. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're played in Lamar, right. Lavar's big ball. Then he played in Australia. It's called. Right, then he played yeah. in Australia too. Uh, Which I know it wasn't high school, but he was, you know, he's bouncing around. True. I would say that the odds are probably stacked against the Hornets, although it, it being a relatively low number. Uh okay. Orlando Magic. All time leading scorer. Powell's Dwight Who's Howard. Dwight Jeez. Howard. Dwight Howard. Eleven thousand four thirty-five. Palo is breaking this record, barring injury. For the ones who get it done, Ranger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner 
can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call or click ranger.com or just stop by. The NFL schedule drops this week and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code HOOP. That's code HOOP. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Who averages 20 a game for seven years, he's going to break the record. So, I was going to say, hell, the, say he's hell, going to do it. Hey, the way Paulo's going, he might break this thing by the time he uh, finishes his rookie deal. <laughs> he he's uh, he's going to break the record. It's a low number. He'll get into his second deal. He's durable. He, you know, in theory, he should be durable. He's a big physical guy. He scores a lot of points already. I, it's very hard to see this not happening, barring what if they get Wembyama? They'll be cooking. The, the Wimbayama is going to be, be the tallest shooting guard in NBA history. Paolo, Paolo, Franz Wagner, and, and Victor would be pretty fun. Holy pretty Moses. Fun. Paolo would be Franz happier than our man, the laugh track, fun. Nick Fidel, if that happened. That's for sure. He'll be moving back home to Orlando to cover that. <laughs> yeah, no question. He, he, he will ditch that Kyrie Express. He'll be so happy to move back, move back to, move back to um, Orlando. You know, I, I'll say this. I think one of the challenges that teams have in terms of building around prodigies is when they don't have like legit star talent already on the roster, like young developmental lottery talent that can develop into star. Um, the fact they've already they already had Franz Wagner when they drafted Paulo, like they've got they've got it's a two great dudes. combo. Mm-hmm. A great combo. They also get the Bulls draft pick. Oh, it's yeah, not that's in the right. Top four. Yeah, they're gonna get they're gonna get their own pick. They'll get lucky and get number one because the magic always get lucky in the lottery, and then they'll get the Bulls pick at number five. So, <laughs> <laughs> and hey, man, bowl bowl baby, bowl bowl is. I'm Can you imagine you. if they got Wembenyama? They would have bowl bowl Wembenyama, the Wagner brothers, Paolo. I mean. Talk Dude, about I'm, size. No, their, their starting lineup would be Wendell Carter Jr. And he'd be, I guess Franz would be the shortest. Wendell Carter Jr., Bowl Bowl. They'd probably play Victor at the three, Paulo at the two, and, and Franz running point. They'd be like six, nine, and over. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. We have anybody else? That's a good right. one, McMahon. We are going to wrap up with, uh, with the one in my backyard. Drake ah. scored a lot of points, 31,560. Oof. Obviously, everyone in a Mavericks uniform, um, you know, there's not very many people who you would even consider a possibility of scoring that many points. Luca, Luca ain't doing that. But no Luca, it, you, you don't think he's scoring that many in his career? Or you don't think he's staying with the Mavericks? I, the combination of we'll see if he scores that many of his career, and I cannot fathom a scenario where he plays 20 years in Dallas just because that's not – I don't know if we're ever going to see – my guess is we're never going to see a player score, play 20 years in a, with one team in his career ever again. So, yeah. a long time. You combine that, you combine that with just how incredible a number that is for Dirk, I, yeah, I don't – I don't see Luca doing that. No. I mean, 31,000 is an absolute monster number. 
Yeah. How many 30,000 point scores have there been? Five, six? I, th- I think I think eight. I'll uh, look it up right now. Yeah, look it, look it up. I, I, I have it right Dirk here. was Dirk I was number right six, here. and then he got bumped to seven. Yeah, I think he's been passed by a couple guys since then. Yeah. I got I got it right here. Hold on. And there's gonna be a few more. There'll be Dirk. Dirk is sixth all time. What? There are eight guys who have scored thirty thousand points. And here they are, by the way, just so people know this. Kareem, LeBron, Karl Malone, Kobe, MJ, Dirk, Wilt, and Julius Irving. Oh, that's right. Dirk got bumped to seven, and then he he, um, passed Wilt in in his last year. So So you're um, asking you're talking about eight eight of the greatest players of... Right. You're asking, you're asking to be, to be one of the score. 20 best. You're asking to be one of the 20 best players of all time and only play for Dallas. Well, seems unlikely. And and so the first I think is actually reasonably likely. Like I mean, I don't know if I'm going to say it's reasonably likely. I think it's possible. Which well, to your point, there's well, very listen, few people you would say that's it's a possible that's a high for. compliment to say it's possible you could be one of the yes. That's all. I'm not. I'm not disputing what you're yeah. saying, McMahon. I just I right. think it's a little. It's a little hard to say anybody's reasonably going to finish one of the seven well, best. It, it, if you're going to make that bet, do it on a guy who is a yes. uh, three-time first-team All-NBA selection by by the age of 23. No question. Because when you're no talking question. about those guys, you're talking about Kevin Durant, who's probably going to be a thirty thousand plus point scorer. You're talking about Tim Duncan, who you know didn't score that kind of points, but obviously is one of the top ten NBA. I mean, look, Carmelo is a great example. Carmelo is as professional a scorer as we've ever seen, was durable, played a really, really long time. He has 28,000 points in his career. Yeah. No, it's a, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a huge like, Now, Luca, the, there's obviously durability is a concern. And, you know, especially uh, as he ages, if he doesn't make a much stronger commitment to conditioning, to say the least. But the biggest thing here is, you know, the Mavericks have a lot of work to do if they plan on, on having Luca for a full generation for his whole career. And they know that. Yeah. And, I, and I just think if you just look at it, like, like I said before, the odds of anybody playing that many seasons with one team in their career going forward is just, it's really small the way things are now. Like, I mean, you know, look how much Dame has basically been a total bucking of the trend. Yeah. I mean, now he's gotten the rules have changed as he's done it and enabled him to make enormous sums of money doing this. And not only that, but to guarantee himself huge sums of money deep into the future. You know, he's he has been I don't know if he's benefited because he would have gotten the money anyway, but the the Blazers, the the Kevin Durant rules that were put in after he walked on the Thunder have contributed to Dame's ability to earn huge money there. And I don't know how much of a factor that is. Only he knows how much of a factor that is, but um, he yeah, has I mean, definitely... and you look at And you look at guys like Russell Westbrook, who's played a billion games, scored a ton of points. He has 23,700 points. James Harden, 23,800 points. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, 21,000 points. I know, but listen, it's... Luca is a different talent than all those guys. Luca is averaging 32 points per game as a 23 year old. I, I like understand. It's a, it's a Luca's, different... I understand. Luca's Luca's an incredible player. This isn't a knock on him. It's just like you have to have everything go right to score 30,000, including just not having any freak injuries and just playing a trillion games over the course of 15 years. Like, you know, like I said, there's, 
eight guys have ever done. After he plays 15 years, he'll be 34. Like he he's he's going to play in the league for a long, long time. Durability is a question, but I again I get I, I I'd bet I on Lucas scoring 30,000 points in his career. I would bet on that. I just don't know that it's all gonna be in a Dallas uniform. I yeah, I think that's I think that I yeah, that's all. I I think when you when you put together is- the amount of things that have to go right to get there and him doing it in Dallas, that's where it's hard. If you're just asking me to your point up or down on Lucas scoring 30,000, I would, I would go up on it and think it's, you know, if th- things are probably going to break that way, but to think mm-hmm. he's going to do it in a Dallas uniform is just, I think it's asking for a lot to go right on a lot of fronts. How many more points does Tyler hero need to pass Dwayne Wade? <laughs> just kidding. Happy no, you're not new kidding. year. Happy new year. Everybody we'll be talking. We'll, we'll be talking to you before the new year. I think. Uh, we'll talk to you later this week. Thank you to Jackson and Bruce, our producers. Enjoy the holiday season, and thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Adios, amigos. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.